Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Hello to everyone out there. <laughs> in Australia and internationally, uh, who's listening? So you, you uh, sound like you sound like our mate. The uh, who's the like from 4K1G that used to used to Tonky Logan. Tonky Logan. <laughs> Hello to everyone. Saying, just get on with the point, mate. Get to what you're trying to say. No, what I what I wanted to say because um, look, we jump straight into it yeah. all the time, and yeah. we we talk about the topic, and then we start. But but. Um, I'd just like to say hello to all of our listeners. So we, we actually see, to a limited extent, that we have listeners all around yeah, Australia. Um, we've been contacted by, by people um, all around Australia, and we can actually see that there's some international listeners yeah. as well. So if you're listening from anywhere, look, just, just send us an email yeah, and just let us know where you're listening from um, and just say good day, yeah, which would yeah, be great. We'd be, we'd be very uh, curious. So, we, yeah, we'd be really curious. So we'd appreciate if you yeah. if you have the time to, to send us an email uh, to uh, our podcast email, which is podcast at mo50.com.au. Yeah. So um, it'd be great to hear from you. Yeah. Let us know where you're listening from, yeah. um, where your hometown is, where your home country is, yeah. if you're international. Um, yeah, look, it's 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 certainly the numbers are growing all the time yeah. in terms of listeners, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. Which is so, my wife personally can't can't fathom it that people actively want to tune in and listen to me. She gets she gets sick of having to listen to me. She goes, why would why would people <laughs> want to download a podcast if you're talking about these things? <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah, look, it's yeah, it would be funny. It's it is funny for a um, for a. A girl in her thirties, yes, in her yeah, early thirties, yeah. too. That's exactly what especially, I was saying. Especially, especially girl that's outsourced all of her financial planning <laughs> yeah, to her right. husband. Yeah, she, uh, she, yeah exactly right. <laughs> to, yeah. to understand why anyone would want to be listening, but um, yeah. but certainly, yeah. uh, people that are listening, yeah. most of most of whom are age fifty and over, are yeah. obviously yeah. thinking. You're thinking about your retirement, and you're yeah. thinking about yeah. um, having a successful retirement. So mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah. That's why you're listening right now. That's exactly right, Nicola. If you're listening, that's why people <laughs> listen. Uh, so the topic today, yeah. uh, I digressed quite a bit there, but um, what if I disagree with what the advisor says or what so, your advisor yeah, says? So, so if you're a client of ours, in our, you, you in our it, frequently asked questions section of the segment of the of the podcast, this is this is why it's worded in that way. What if I disagree with what the advisor says? Yes, not, not yes. Just, not just us trying to push it off to the side and go, no, it's us that people are disagreeing. No, with. people. So so in this case. Yeah. Um, you'd be disagreeing with what we said as your advisor yeah. uh, if you had become a client of ours. Yeah. So, so tell us what you want to talk about there. Well, I just think it's an interesting one because so there's, there's a couple of things. Um, one, one is the big fear, I think, for some people is that they're going to be sort of railroaded into a plan that's not of their own choosing or, or mm. not of their own um, volition as to what they have to do. And so... Firstly, what, what I'd say there is, is for, for new clients, they just, our, our whole attitude is to spend our time working out with people what it is they're looking to achieve 
and then what we think is the best way for them to achieve those 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 goals or those targets. So it's it's not a situation where um, with anyone, but particularly with new clients, it's not a matter of them coming in and, and us saying, you you must do this and you must do it this way. It is a, it is a conversation around, because everyone's different in terms of what they're looking to actually achieve, what's most important to them, what yeah. they're most worried about, what their what their biggest fear is, what their what the biggest thing is that they're looking to try and achieve. All those sorts of things are different for every person, and because of that, the, the advice is different for every person. And it is a it's a collaborative process to work out what is the plan that that they are able to stick to, and that and that we think will will give them the outcome that they need. So that's, I guess, the first thing is that it's not a it's not a, a commandment that gets handed down from from us. It's and that's I think as an industry we've done a really poor job of, of doing that or communicating in the past. Is that even the way they talk about you know you'll be given your financial plan as mm. though that's something that happens you know, by yes. us and and you know like we're a doctor giving you a prescription. It's it's, yes. a, it's a conversation. It's a it's it's a conversation and you use the word collaborative before. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. That's a great word to use. It's really, it's it's yeah. very collaborative. Yeah, uh, collaborative. Yeah. It's a very hard word to say <laughs> yeah. for me as well. Um, because because the answer isn't necessarily more money now. Yeah, and what I mean by that yeah. um, is that in the past as well, like the answer for some financial advisors has been give me more money yeah. now, give me yeah. more money now, give me yeah. more money now. We, yeah. we, I mean, we know that there's a trade-off there yeah. in that yeah. In that, if you if you push that barrier too hard, yeah. um, that dials down lifestyle now. Yeah. And, and, and it dials uh, down sustainability. And it dials down yeah. sustainability as well. It's it's like you, um, you know, we've used this analogy before in terms of dieting. Yeah. So the best diet plans that I've seen yeah. actually build in a yeah. Thursday night dessert and yeah. a Sunday night dessert, for yeah. example. Yeah. So people the, people the, can the stick issue, to that. The issue for me is that that becomes Thursday night to Sunday night. <laughs> Thursday night to Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, yeah. And, and yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah like it, it's than, built into there, yeah. and that's sustainable for people. And yeah. they must have done some. They yeah. must have done some research. I can only yeah. assume on that. Yeah. Because if if it's nothing. Yeah. If there's no chance to indulge yourself yeah. at all, yeah. then people just don't stick to it. Yeah. And they and they throw it at the window yeah. and then they really blow out at yeah. that point in time, blow yeah. their diet. Yeah. So so we want something that's definitely a sustainable plan yeah. that people can 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 stick to. So we know that yeah. we know that sometimes we actually have to pull people back a little bit because yeah. they they want to they, go too hard. They want to go too hard yeah. uh, at this point in time where we know that that generally speaking, that won't be sustainable. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's I guess exactly. It is a conversation, and it is a it is an approach of working out what is. Yeah. For a lot of people, they they don't necessarily they don't necessarily know what they want in advance of that conversation. So no. so a lot of it is it's it's about working out firstly what someone wants, and then working out what do we think is the best way to make that happen. But it, it's an interactive back and forwards thing of you know helping having that conversation that. To work out what is the, the desired outcome, and then what do we think is the best way? And you know, most people that come and see us at fifty-five, they've been managing their own money or their own financial mm. situation for thirty-five years. You know? mm. and they may not have been doing a, a great job of it in some cases, but mm. but they they know themselves better than we can possibly know them after the, in that first meeting. Yes, and this is you know 
we we see a lot of different uh, situations, and, and so we we know a lot of what tends to work and what tends to not work. But it is also a matter of going. This person may may not fit the mould in that way, and that that advice may need to be tailored differently for them based on their situation or their background or their experiences with money. But yeah, you're right. And look, the, to a large extent, the trade off is probably a good term to use. We have it. We, I think, one of the things that we do above and beyond um, better than other financial advisors is is, is have meaningful trade off discussions yeah. with people. So. Yeah. Um, Everything that you do yeah. has some sort of sort of cause and effect yeah. relationship. So yeah. um, it is a series of trade offs yeah. that you're discussing with people. So I mean, yeah, yeah, sometimes you start with the base. So you, yeah. you say to people, okay, well, you're on track right now without doing anything to be able to to sustainably draw um, fifty thousand dollars a year in retirement. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you know, we know that. About thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars of that'll disappear. Yeah, just in bills. And just the the normal household costs and and your basic yeah. food and medicine and all those types of things. Um, yeah, that only leaves you with fifteen thousand dollars on top of that. Yeah. yeah. What could you do for fifteen thousand dollars? That sound like enough. Now, for some people, um, no, that, that is enough. Yeah, that's right. And that's other people, yeah. you're starting to, to they go, oh no, that's nowhere near enough. We yeah. want to, we yeah. want to travel. We want to do yeah. this. We want to do that. So you, yeah. now you get up to, you get up to seventy thousand dollars yeah. a year that they need. Yeah. Um, for some people, it's even more, eighty thousand dollars a year that yeah. they need. So, okay, how would we go about getting that? Well, um, yeah, we can look at the investment strategy of yeah. your your retirement savings and superannuation, yeah. and we can tweak that a little bit. That'll give us, yeah, yeah, that'll 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 take us up. Part of the way yep. where we need to be, yep. um, but then we need, need to pick yeah. up all the tax deductions. And you, I mean, it yeah. comes down to a figure. Yeah. It comes down to a fortnightly yeah. figure yeah. that they need to throw yeah. at their superannuation yeah, right. every single fortnight for yeah. the but the remaining two hundred and sixty fortnights. And, and I think that's uh, of their of their yeah the work of their life. working life if they're ten years out from retirement now. Yeah. But that in itself is a trade-off then, yeah. because then you've then you've got a situation where they we where you look at okay if that number's too high yeah. And they're not able to do any lifestyle things right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, it's it. There's a few other trade-offs that you can yeah. work on. Yeah. Uh, so you can yeah you, know, you can well, you yeah. can dial down yeah uh, their income needs a little bit with yeah. collaboration with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's plenty of different yeah. things that you can but, do. But so you, I guess it, the, it, the plan seems to find itself. Then it seems to write itself. I was just about to say that is, it, is that it becomes. Um, in, especially in the early stage of those discussions, there's very rarely like a, a sticking point because you mm-hmm. go, we're we're all we're all trying to work out what the best thing is for the for the outcome we're looking for, and then we're trying to work out the yeah. best way to make it happen. There's very rarely a, a sticking point of um, you know a flat out disagreement because because it, yeah, it, the conversation is often you know like that. If if you have fifteen thousand dollars spare left over every year, is that enough for you to live on? That's a question from us to the client. It's not for me to say yes, it is or no, it isn't. That's a that's a conversation. Mm. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's I guess the first thing I'd say about the whole concept of disagreements is that it inherently I, I think if you're worried about disagreeing with your advisor or when you, especially when you go and meet with an advisor for the first time, if if this is sort of something that you're thinking about with with anyone, is that I'd be very hesitant if the dynamic of that relationship is. And we've talked about this before. I. I I really don't like the idea of the dynamic being like a, a child-parent relationship. You, no, that's, that's I don't think healthy for anyone. It's not. It's not healthy for the advisor. It's not healthy for the client. 
to have the dynamic be we know what's best and this is what you need to do and, and that's just you've just got to suck it up yeah. and do that yeah now that we've said all the nice things what are, what are the situations where, where we, we cannot have, have uh, disagreements uh, so trust is a big one yeah so I think there's two different types of disagreements there's there's debate yeah yeah let's yeah. call it a debate yeah. Yeah. as to as to what as so the process that we uh, describe the process that I described before is yeah. collaborative yeah and there just isn't any disagreement there because yeah. Yeah. because what you have is um, uh, myself or yourself explaining the trade-offs yeah so yeah. and and the client actually you sometimes, you sometimes agreeing with that. You sometimes trade-off. have disagreements between the couple as to what they have what they couple. It's normally not up so, to them. So 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 where it becomes, I think, a a problem is when it, when there's a lack of trust there, yeah. and that can be two ways. Yeah. But I mean, I've had I've had clients before that that have um, probably not trusted me as much as they they needed to have yeah. to be to have a successful relationship so we've had a discussion and yeah. you know yeah we've said yeah ultimately um you need to trust me if you were going to yeah i'm i'm the best yeah. financial advisor <laughs> yeah. yeah but if you only trust me sixty yeah. percent yeah um you're better off going and uh, an finding an advisor that's only sixty percent as good as me, but you're going to but you trust them hundred percent. That's right. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. So, you're, so you're actually going to stick to that plan. You're going to do what they what they recommend. You're going to get better outcomes with an. Advisor you're going to get better outcomes trust. in that situation. Yeah, and, and that's and that's sometimes. I mean, there's always people that that um, you just don't gel with in yeah. any sort of yeah. sense of the way. And so that, it's, it's not necessarily. Um, it's it's not my problem or their problem. It's yeah. our problem. That, that's uh, a, a great point because I think that there's sort of even within that you know that word trust. There's sort of two separate parts to it. There's there's the trust that you know, we have their best interests at at heart. So that's that's yeah. sort of and what we I guess the way I think of it there is we try and structure things in a way that you go, that just can't be an issue. We, we yeah. make it so that what's best for the client is what's best for us, and yes. that's why we charge a percentage based fee. That's why our our whole model is based around if we do a good job of helping our clients achieve their goals, we yeah. get paid more, and if yeah. we don't, we don't. So that there's there's less issues there with alignment of that when it comes to you know, products not getting commissions, all those sorts of things. The yeah. reason we do that is because we want to make that as clear cut as possible. Is that yeah. our clients should trust us that we the advice that we're giving them is what's best for them because it, it's you know separate to whether we you know whether we're good people or not. It just makes financial sense. Yeah, so it's one of those things where that's a part of, uh, I think, with the trust. There's the structure of that, making sure that all of our actions line up with what's in the best interest of our clients, and and that can be a hard one because people don't know that until you've you know after you've worked with someone for five years and and everything that you've that you've recommended is you've been honest, you've you've had integrity in every interaction. Of course, they've got that trust, but it can sometimes be hard in those early days. But and that's kind yeah. of where we're we're often asking is that. You almost need to trust in advance, and well, not so much trust, but but just accept that what the the, re, the way a business model is structured is that we we only would give advice, even if you didn't think that we were, you know, morally upstanding people. It just makes sense for us to do what's best for our clients. Mm. But the, the second part, I think, of the trust, which is, and I don't even know whether it's really a trust thing, but something that we that we have seen that 
where you have a disagreement with a client that that you like you say sometimes you just have to part ways is where is where someone's not seeing reality as it is yeah. and th- this is i guess the the situation where you you know the whole point is that we are the expert in this area so if if, if i say to someone you know is fifteen thousand dollars a year enough for you to live on mm. and they say no it is or no it isn't or yes it is it's not i'm not the expert in that area yeah if I say to someone, if you put this money into superannuation, you will get a tax deduction on that, and they say, oh, I don't think I will, hmm. that's, that's not up for debate. That's just yeah, that. that's, yeah. There are certain areas of these conversations where it has to be relied on that what we're saying is just fact, and that's, that's something yeah. that, you know, it doesn't happen often because by its very nature, someone's coming to see you because they want, they want expert advice around something. But yes. You sometimes have a thing where I think, People come to see you because they want uh, they want a pat on the back. As in, they want to be told that that what they want is the right thing. They don't mm. actually want advice, or they don't want to be told that then they're going down the wrong track. And so, those are the ones that I, I, I basically that's where the, you know the, the the Jekyll and Hyde thing sort of comes out is that I'm all about collaboration and I'm all about what's best for that client and their peace of mind, but when it comes to facts or the reality of, of the world as it really is, there's no room for there's no room for us to tell our clients, well, okay, if if you think the world's that way, I'll just tell you that it's that way because it's it's not in their best interest no. and it's not in ours. No, and, and that's where look, that's a really good point you made there because because um, we're not about sugarcoating anything. Mm. So we're about honest conversations. Yeah. And um, you do see that from from certain other professionals. Or oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, professionals is yeah. uh, <laughs> is actually a um, yeah, not, an oxymoron there. Yeah, yeah. But but you see that from other yeah. financial advisors in yeah. air quotes. Yeah. Where that where um, look, telling someone the truth is is a hard conversation to have oh, yeah. in many aspects. So yeah. what you see some of those people doing is actually taking the easy option yeah. and sugarcoating things yeah. which is which you're right is it, it's not in anyone's best interest yeah. to do that yeah. whatsoever so yeah. Um, yeah certainly certainly we're about having genuine conversations with people and, yeah. and explaining trade-offs yeah. okay yeah if you, if, but if you do want to do that yeah. the consequence is this the trade-off that you need to accept is yeah. you know, that you'll have to work longer yeah uh, if you want to spend this money now rather than save it, and uh, you'll have to you'll have to put more that towards your superannuation. You have to draw less in, in retirement. No, I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's a situation where we would generally that, that, yeah. not gel with that person. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's I think the the word that we hear a lot about uh, peace of mind for people is that mm-hmm. it's a, it's kind of one of those things where if you're, which is what we're really big on is. is Saying things as they are. This is this is how it is. These are the trade. This is the decision that you need to make. Yeah, not not sugarcoating it. What you end up having is, even though that might then be a hard decision for that client to make, they at least have peace of mind that they go, well, I've made that decision. I've got all the facts. Dallas or Michael has provided me with all the information that I needed. They've made it very communicated it very clearly to me that I've either got this option or this option. I've got to choose one of them. I can't have everything for nothing. There's no free lunch. I've got to I've got to make a hard decision here. You find that whatever that decision is, they then have peace of mind, and they then have that comfort that well, I'm, I know that I've made the decision that I think is best for me. Now, mm. there are many situations where it's not as black and white. It might just be that we make the best decision with the information that we have at hand. But mm. that that's what ties back into I think your your point about trust is that 
if, if we say that that's the trade-off and that's the decision that needs to be made, we can't, you can't have a client saying, well, but I don't like those choices. I magically want the third option that means I don't have to give anything up. And that's, mm. that's where we do, we, do, we do part ways sometimes with clients that, that we, can't, we can't get to that basis of reality of only have one of these two things. You can't have both. But it tends to, it tends to be something that um, I've, you know, obviously we find that over a few years as you work with someone, these conversations I think get easier because you, you, you sort of got some runs on the board where you go I told you that you had these two choices you chose one of them and I said that if you chose that that would be the outcome of it and after two years people go see that's pretty much what, what happened yeah. there and so you, you end up in that situation after a few years I think that the trickier one is for many people that those early conversations about uh, about those trade-offs are harder because it's human nature. We don't we don't often want to have those conversations. So it, it can be easy to kind of go. They don't know what they're talking about. And this isn't just us. I think it's any financial advisor. If you're if you've got an advisor, any sort of professional, and you disagree with what they say, mm. it's either that fundamentally they are not trustworthy, or they are not competent in what they do, or it's that that's an uncomfortable truth that that you that you don't want to face. Yeah. It, it it tends to be one that I think, as you say, we pride ourselves on. Uh, being good at having those conversations in a way that is is collaborative, it, it's it's adults talking to adults about the best decision for those people, not not us saying something and then having an argument about whether that's right or not. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.